Hello and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs build a living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. Welcome back. I'm pregnant. So pregnant. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The time of this recording, I am almost 33 weeks pregnant. This baby could theoretically come any day now, but it will definitely be seven weeks or less, which is psycho. That is psycho to think about. Oh my gosh. We're almost at the end. For those of you listening or watching, I'm a first time mama. I'm actually recording in my nursery right now, in the baby's nursery, because this is the best lighting sound and I have the most space in here and um, I'm it's the most comfortable for me which is kind of really important right now at this stage in the pregnancy but man yeah I'm, a, I'm gonna be a first-time mom I brutal honesty I'm, I still feel like I'm not ready like the nursery ready me mentally emotionally I don't know <laughs> I don't know what to expect nursery is set up but business is still being prepped right and I still have like a ton of classes that I want to attend, like labor and delivery and all those things. So yeah, lots still happening. But uh, I'm doing a lot of things to make sure that I am prepared. So I did sign up for a ton of classes and I am prepping my business a lot over the next few weeks so that I can step away once this baby enters the world and be present with this little like human being I created. A weird thought. Anyways, Again, I have no idea what to expect. I, from being completely transparent, I love working. I love working when it comes to my own business. (laughs) Uh, My own business and like things I do for my clients. I love it so much. And I just don't know what's going to happen when the baby comes, like how I'm going to feel about that if I'm still going to feel the same way. So what I'm doing really is prepping my business to be able to step away like for the rest of the year if I really want to uh, and come back in 2022 full force. Or, you know, like I always have things, I also have things in place to be able to come back to work after a few weeks if I really want to. That's kind of what's exciting about doing every, doing all this prep work now. It's also a little stressful (laughs) because it's a lot. It's a lot to get done, but it's all really fun, really good. And I feel good because I have a plan and that's what I want to talk about today. I want to share some tips on how to prep your business for maternity leave. Coming from someone who's a first-time mom and has no idea what the other side of this looks like yet, I just feel like I'm winging it. So I will absolutely be coming back to do an episode on like, did it work? (laughs) But this is what I'm doing to prep my business for maternity leave. I'm going to parallel it with how I'm setting up my business. So I'm going to give some tips for prepping for maternity leave based on what I've done. And then I'm also going to tell you what I've done (laughs) to do that. So first things first, start with a list as soon as you hit your third trimester if not even sooner. So everything is up in the air at this point in the third trimester. Baby could kind of come whenever. 
but it's really, it's just really good to be prepared. So I encourage you to look at everything, client work, marketing, sales, operations, and make a plan. So first things first, client work. Can you schedule new clients or new projects around this or add in buffers to your timeline? What did I do for this? Okay, I treated trimesters like quarters in my business. Of course you did, Lauren. (laughs) What else would we do? Trimester one, first trimester, I cruised. I just kind of was like, it's, that's what you do like in Q1 usually. Like you've got your plans from the previous year, you're going ham on them and you're just cruising. You're on autopilot. Trimester two, I like got realistic and I was like, okay, let's innovate. We've already gone through trimester one. How has this worked for me? How can I innovate for the future trimesters and quarters of this year? Trimester three, of course they're doing the lawn. <laughs> trimester three, I implemented a ton of new strategies. And trimester four, my plan, that's <laughs> my plan, is to take most of it off. And that's actually how I operate in my business too. Like Q4, I cruise. I typically have my plans and everything situated, my strategies situated by the end of Q3 so that Q4, when the holidays come, I can take those six weeks between Thanksgiving and New Year's and just cruise. I'm really, really big on that and being prepared for that. So that's just how it's going to work for me this year. And thank God my babies do like mid to early November. So I'm going to be able to treat the, that the same way like as my business and be able to kind of cruise and take the rest of the year off if I really wanted to. So what did I do client-wise in my business? How have I prepped that? I didn't take on any new clients for Q4 unless they were web design related. And there's a reason for that. I buffered in timelines with these clients with them knowing that I have a baby on the way. But also if I want to open my computer, and work on a website in between dealing with the baby and cleaning the house, I can do that. And I'm not going to feel pressured to do so. It'll be more of like a passion thing and building websites, show it websites. If you don't know, I'm a show it web designer. (laughs) So it's really like a passion project for me to be able to do those because I love the mix of like strategy and creative. And I just don't advertise that I do them. I get a lot of leads straight from show it. So I've been fielding those leads and saying like, okay, I can either start in Q1 of next year, or I might be able to take on a few in Q4. As of right now, I'm not taking on any more for Q4. I'm pushing them all to Q1. Uh, But there's a few things I'll be able to do, like while I'm on maternity leave, if I want to open my computer and do them. Lastly, I let all my clients know that I'll be taking time around the baby being born completely off, as you should. My current plan at the time of recording this is two weeks post baby, completely computer and client call free. I will have everything directed to my marketing coordinator. She will field any emergencies. If there are any, let me know of them and I will get to them in a timely manner. But for the most part, those first two weeks, I do not plan on opening my computer for work-related reasons. And I'll ease back in when the two weeks is up. That is my current thought, is opening my computer, getting back to some emails, getting back to some clients, doing some like due diligence here and there. But I really don't want to have to worry about sitting down and hashing out planning and and doing all of that. That is kind of going to be what I save more for towards the end of December before Christmas. I will regroup with a few of my clients that I do consulting and strategy with, and we will look at all those things together. We did a lot of prep for that already at the middle of Q3, so really set myself up for success there with those clients. All right, let's talk about operations and sales. In the late second trimester, also considered... The late second trimester like of this pregnancy, I decided to completely restructure the pillars of my business and get it from my head to paper. So what this looks like for me 
is instead of just going gung-ho all in on mentorship, I was like, you know what? I really enjoy consulting. I really enjoy strategy. I bring a lot of strategy into what I do for mentorship. How can I restructure this? So I restructured the mentorship side of my business to be more passive programs, group programs, things of that nature, none of which I'm running. I'm not running any live programs for the rest of the year after the one I'm doing right now, which is data-driven money moves. But I do have products I sell passively through there. I have workshops and masterclasses and ways to bundle those things to continue learning in your business. I also recognize that people in that industry and that sector who buy into that pillar of mine are also taking a lot of Q4 off. And if they're doing anything, it may be a little bit more passive as well. They may be like watching courses or doing things like that, but they're not investing in like a lot of one-on-one. And I'm okay with that. So what I did instead was beef up my consulting pillar, which people from my mentorship pillar can bleed into that with brand strategy intensives I have. So I loaded up Q3 with a ton of brand strategy intensives and not really taking on any for Q4. Those are my one-on-one sessions with clients where I sit with them and we create a strategy. Data-driven money moves was part of my mentorship and consulting pillar. It acts as a group consulting program, and I'm currently working with people for the next four weeks in that program to help them build out their strategies for the rest of Q3 or Q4 and then going into 2021. And then on the show it side of things, I just decided I'm going to do custom sites, templated sites, and I'm creating some templates. So I decided I could have a little bit of fun with that in Q4 if I really wanted to, creating website templates. So I completely restructured all of that. I put it all on paper. I looked to see how things could intersect and I developed some new programs within each. And I'm so excited about that. But this allowed me to plan for Black Friday knowing I'd want to have some sort of like more passive type of sale and squeeze in one more live program for mentorship before Black Friday, which is the data-driven money moves that I'm running now. And then that's it for the rest of the year. Putting this plan together allowed me to clearly see capacity on how many more brand intensive consulting clients I could take on if I wanted to for the start of Q4, but like I said, I'm not, and how many websites I could realistically take on with extended timelines, knowing that a baby could come midway through the project, and all of my clients understand that. So that's worked really well in my favor. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about in terms of like prepping your business, marketing. You can't just go dead. You can't like because when you try and come back in Q1, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. So, how far ahead realistically can you get? This looks different for everyone. I do a lot of foundational stuff when it comes to marketing, podcasting, YouTube, blogging, things, Pinterest, like things that people search for and that I can kind of like let run on autopilot on the back end. And then showing up on Instagram or showing up on LinkedIn is just kind of more fun for me. So, As someone who identifies as a marketing pro, this is actually something I decided to hire help for. I was so deep in sales operations and client work that I was like, I don't really have time to create a marketing strategy for myself right now. So I've hired a strategist. I will be meeting with her next week. I'm really excited. (laughs) And she's going to help me come up with a 90-day content plan to carry me through baby and the start of 2022 so my shit doesn't fall flat, which is the worst thing you can do, like I just mentioned. I'm actually really excited about this to get like an outside perspective on the pillars of my business and how I can effectively market them on different channels. Freaking stoked. Again, something I could probably do, but the capacity, I recognize the capacity in my business is just not there. So really excited again to have someone come in and provide that other opinion and help me build a strategy. It's just something I could outsource for idea's sake and feel confident about having a plan, having something to follow, having that structure. I really thrive on like structure and routine. So again, very excited about that. But in addition to this, I planned all podcasts and YouTube videos 
for the rest of the year. I am literally sitting here today batch recording like four of them. (laughs) So you're listening to like two of four right now (laughs) or watching if you are looking on YouTube. I decided to do this for a reason. I didn't want to have to have the pressure of needing to get on the podcast weekly when the baby's here and like scheduling that around times that she's crying or needs feeding or like what whatever it may be. I wanted to get ahead as far as I could and really align it with the marketing strategy. So knocking some of those things out, really awesome. And then lastly, I plan for my Black Friday promos and we'll have those completed prior to the baby. So that is on autopilot. I'll have some things I can talk about if I want to pop on stories. Um, I'll have my emails all set up. Everything just done and ready to go so that I can sit back and enjoy Thanksgiving and that time of year with my family. Okay, a few other things I've been doing to prep for this. I've been practicing over the last few weeks, like taking Fridays pretty much off and working like maybe a little bit on the weekends or working a shorter burst. So maybe three or four hour days instead of like seven, eight hour days and spreading those out over sometimes the weekend too, which I'm okay with. (laughs) I'm kind of a homebody. I don't mind opening my computer for a few hours on a Saturday just to feel productive and like I've gotten a few things done. It's totally up to you how you want to work and operate. I, being pregnant, have this burst of energy in the morning and then I fall off completely in the afternoon. So knowing that, I will sometimes work in the mornings on Saturdays and Sundays so I can be my most productive self and get the most done that I possibly can. And it's worked really well for me. But as of right now, I really only work like 17 to 20 hours a week. So I've been able to like spread that out as efficiently as I possibly can. But I've also been prepping my marketing coordinator and other contracts I work with well ahead of time with standard operating procedures. I've made them privy to the list of things that need to get done before the baby comes and they are jumping in to help and it's been absolutely amazing. Okay, so some final thoughts here. I don't believe that having a baby makes me any less of a strong worker than I am or that my work ethic will suffer as a result. And thankfully, the people in my life The clients I've had, like, I've gotten a few comments like, I know we're working against a timeline here and a deadline here and and whatever, but for the most part, they they know that about me. And they know that, like, I want to continue to work. I want to continue to help. I'm not just going to fall off the face of the planet, or at least that's not my plan. (laughs) So my clients have been extremely supportive. And I'm really excited to continue my business and do the best I can to balance business and baby. It's just a new, exciting, and terrifying thing that you get to balance, especially as a first-time mom. Like, again, I have no idea what to expect alongside being a business owner, also being a mom and contributing to my household. Like, that's what's important to me. So I'm really excited for this challenge, but the, I want to end with this. The, the, I did get a question on how I'd be sharing my baby on social media, and I've just decided I'm going to be very Kristen Cavallari about this. Go look her up on Instagram and try and find photos of her kids. None of them are with their faces forward. And if they are, like they've got a mask or something on, so you can't really see them. I decided that I really want to protect the privacy of my child. I don't know how long I'm going to feel that way, if that's going to be until they're 16, 17 and can, you know, make their own decisions on when to post to social media. But as far as my public accounts for business, I'm just not going to be showing her face. So if we are friends, you might get to see pictures of my baby if you follow my personal Instagram. But We have kind of set the same boundaries with our family. We do not want her face to be public. We don't want that to be the focus. My business doesn't revolve around my child, so I don't feel the need to share a lot about her in my business. Kind of want to keep that to myself and keep that like private. And I think that's a little controversial in today's day and age with social media. 
But hey, if you're my friend or family, you can follow me on my personal Instagram and you will see all those updates there. I will text them to you. But as far as business is concerned, I'm going to keep her pretty private. So that's what I've decided for now. We'll see what happens around that. But I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're an expecting mama, I'd also love to hear how you are prepping your business. And if you're already a mama, I'd love to hear what works for you. I know everyone's different. Everyone's children have different needs. But this is my first time doing this. And I am totally winging it based on like, you know, things I've seen and how I like what I know about myself. But again, not fully knowing what to expect, anything could happen. So if you enjoyed this episode, please, please share, message me. Again, if you're an expecting mama, tell me what you're doing. If you're another mama already, like what did you do? I seriously love having conversations like this and hearing from you guys. So please don't hesitate to reach out. All right, well, that's it for today's episode. And I will see you on the next episode of She's Busy AF. Bye.